0: Welcome to Ranking Things with Levi. Man, I had so much fun this week. I really feel like I finally figured uh, podcasting out a little bit. At least this is another level from the first two weeks. Really excited about this one. I'm ranking Cheese this week with Jerusha Vaughn and Dan Ryan, who we we do a little introduction at the beginning of the show. But both are great people to have. I had it actually noted in my notes to share that it's, I guess, worth saying out loud that these two people, Jerusha Vaughn and Dan Ryan, have four first names between the two of them. So I guess that's not that funny and can't really figure out how to work that in into a funny conversation. But what makes this conversation really amazing is that the two of them had never actually met before this podcast. Uh, Like I said, uh, we tried uh, this live. So this was actually done live at my kitchen table with microphones, which makes the sound quality in this episode way better but you can still hear the birds uh, chirping as well as a cough really from, from me actually. I'm getting over a cold here or there. It's a goal of mine to make the sound quality of the podcast a lot better. Please bear with me. I, I'm going to get better at this. The whole episode is really hilarious. Uh, there's a lot of detailed discussion on cheese. And I think what's funny now when, I'm, when, I, when I re-listen to it is um, I basically immediately regretted making my fifth choice, which I'll I'll, I'll just tell you now, my fifth choice was Gouda cheese, Um, making that my fifth choice because there's a lot of better cheeses actually. And uh, I I basically settled on two of them, two or three. I still, I I basically need to redo my list after listening to this episode. But um, but yeah, stick to the end. We have uh, the other sections at the end. There's a lot of discussion about boiled eggs. There's way too many bad jokes from Dan in this episode. And there's even a story about um, baby farts. So listen, uh, listen for that. Let me know what you want to rank. Would love to have you on. So here we go. Cheese with Jerusha Vaughn and Dan Ryan. Today we're ranking Cheese. And for the first time on the show, yes, it's only the third episode. But for the first time of the show, I have two guests at the same time. Very excited about this. First, my dear and longtime friend, Jerusha Vaughn. I would call you an avid home cook,
1: Yes, that's true.
0: Jerusha is also a photographer, mother, gourmand, really. (laughs) Now Jerusha, you offered this topic, so you you commented that you wanted to talk about cheese, and now we're doing cheese, so why is that?
1: Um, Well, there's three things that I'm passionate about, probably, food, photography, Family and friends, and among food is <laughs> that's definitely whiskey. four things to be
0: clear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I all can't of them count when I'm air. nervous. That's fine. No,
1: I put friends and family together. Okay, okay, because they become your family, right? Sure. So I said whiskey, cheese, or
0: you said olives. We I might, have said olives. we may still do an olives and or whiskey episode. That's fine. But today we're doing cheese. Why cheese? What do you love about cheese?
1: Um. Well, you can do anything with it. You can add it to anything, and it makes anything better.
0: Like ice cream, you can add it to ice cream.
1: There is blue cheese ice cream.
0: Oh, got me. Our other guest is Dan Ryan. Dan, basically I'm going to call you an international man of mystery. You live now here in L.A. You're from Australia. We met over 10 years ago in South Africa. Dan, what is your relationship to cheese? Well, actually I was in Edinburgh in Scotland,
2: and uh, I was chatting to... Uh, a guy called, well, the guy who actually started TED, uh, the TED Talks. It wasn't named TED. His name has to be TED. <laughs> TED is an acronym, so no, it's not. But he, but he, um, he ended the conversation. You know, when you're looking for a segue out of a conversation because you're talking to someone that you kind of like, this is done. Like you're in like a happy hour situation. There's other places places to talk to. This guy had way more. His name's Chris Anderson. He had way more people to. Um, okay. And Chris, if you're listening. Let's, let's admit that this is what was happening. He, he had a lot of more important people <laughs> Chris to Chris is definitely to. not listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he segued with, Dan, you should really go into the next room and check out my cheese table. So I did. And there were four cheese chefs. Oh. And there was a metric ton of cheese on a table
0: now what's metric in american well a ton Oh, okay just a, ton a, normal, is a, ton. Just a normal ton of cheese it,
2: and there's nothing normal about a ton of cheese man this thing was like <laughs> like luckily those foot ceilings this thing was massive right and so i walk up to this jolly looking cheese chef and said hey and he pulled out a chopping board asked me my cheese preferences which will be revealed later <laughs> uh, actually he just asked me what flavors i like and then he walked around with this ceremonious like knife and, like, swiped bits off and hit them against the board. And I had this, like, board with maybe eight to ten different slithers of cheese. On the bottom was drizzled with honey and a few apricots. Mm. I went back twice. So basically, you've been to cheese heaven. That's your relationship to cheese. You've been... Everything since then has just been a compromise, like including you've... what we
0: have in front of us, oh. to be revealed. Oh. <laughs> like, you've been to El Dorado and back, and now. So we're going to doing a top five. So let's talk about that, because five... Was immediately very difficult for me. There's obviously, I would I don't know. There's tons of cheeses. I mean, in, tons. Even inside, oh, tons mm. got me. Even inside the, like varietal. Of, I don't know if that's even the word of cheese. There's different, you know, like, makes of that. We're not even looking at that. We're looking at kind of big picture, name brand of the cheeses, and still picking five was very hard for me.
1: It was really hard for me too because, to me, like I'll I'll like one cheese. But then it's often flavored very differently in different ways. Right. And I still love that cheese. Mm. So I kind of did a broad cheese. And I'll, I mean, I'll delve in we'll get below there. the broads sure. if you want.
0: Yeah. And then to pick, to pick. That sounded. It's okay. <laughs> and then to pick five, to pick five was, was difficult. I, I can't believe when I actually sat down to make my list, I was like, Wow, I'm, I'm leaving off some heavy hitters, as, as I'm, I'm sure we'll discuss. So we're gonna go five to one. Uh, haven't thought about the order till just right now, but I'm gonna say that I'm gonna go first, is gonna go second, and Dan will go third on uh five to one cheese ranking. Everybody ready? Yes. My number five is Gouda cheese. I love Gouda, I love it smoked, I love the, I especially love the edge of a smoked Gouda, like the brown, hmm. okay? I love Gouda on a sandwich, I love Gouda melted, so Gouda's my number five. So I'm putting that, okay. again, now I, I, can't, I can't say what I'm putting that ahead of, but that to me is, you'll see that that, you know, what, what I'm leaving out <laughs> shows how important Gouda is to me.
2: I Any would have... thoughts on Gouda cheese? I would have had that in my top five, but frankly, it just wasn't good uh, enough. You had I to. I
1: I was trying to think of a nice way to say that. <laughs> no, no
0: okay.
1: Rejection. That's not what's even your, on my list. What's your
0: number five?
1: <laughs> okay. My top five is very hard because I really hold them all dearly, but number five, I think would be unexpected cheddar. Is Which cheddar. is
0: wait a specific kind of cheddar? Yes. Oh, is it in front Trader of us here? Joe's. It's in front of us here.
1: For those of you that can't see, I brought a sample tray. Nobody
0: can see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you two can. This is
0: the radio. <laughs>
1: <Wait>. <laughs> so that's this one.
0: Okay, we're gonna try this. So Dan and I are now trying the cheese that had been previously unnamed on a plate in front of us. This is your number five cheese. So you've got a specific cheddar. It's white. I would say medium crumbly. Mm. Dan, thoughts? Hmm.
1: It's very crumbly. I tried to cut it very nice. Okay. But to me, it has it's like soft, but it's nutty, and it still has those little hard bits in it, like oh, a yeah. nice the salt. Asiago. Yeah. yeah.
0: The salt is very good.
1: Oh, I love it.
2: Aces. it accom, it would be better accompanied.
1: I did bring crackers, but thought they wouldn't, you know. Yeah. Translate to radio. Or, or, well.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, crackers never record well. So this a is girl. a this <laughs> is a strong cheddar cheese, um, delicious. So that that's your number five. So you, do do you have specific now? Do you have specific brands for each of your top five? If you do, that's deep. That's a deep call. I'm mean, gonna like it.
1: It's not all of them. No. Okay.
0: Okay. But so this is basically. Would you call this like a sharp cheddar? Yeah. As your number five.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't want to. You, you you call it what you want to call it, but that's what I. No, I call to it. To generalize that. that. Okay. It's delicious. Dan, you're number five. Sorry, guys. It's mozzarella. Mozzarella. Ah. And and I'm not talking like the stuff that
2: comes in a bowl that you pay a lot for. I'm just talking a big bag of it and you just bounce it out Another over thing. a pizza.
0: Yeah. It's a staple. Yeah, mozzarella is yeah. coming later on my list for sure. So I definitely have mozzarella thoughts. Um, but that's the thing about cheese. I mean, you think about the the variants. Like you said, that you kind of got into it, Jerusha, uh You know, this is you know, podcast, but I'm pointing at Jerusalem right now when I say, you've (laughs) kind of got into it, that, um, that cheese has a variety of uses that makes it hard to rank, right? So mozzarella being at number five for you makes sense to me. It's higher for me because it, it's on, you know, it's, it's on some of my favorite things, right? So I guess we'll talk more Mm -hmm. about that. I've put this on pizza
1: though. You've made
0: pizza out of the, out of the unexpected cheddar. I
1: have put this on pizza. Yeah.
0: Okay. I still find it
2: funny you've said that mozzarella is on your favorite things. I've never seen it on Jess, Pippa.
0: No. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so uh, my number four is Swiss cheese. Hmm. Mostly for French onion soup alone. And French onion soup has to be, if we ever do a soup episode, is definitely my number one. Uh, I mean, Swiss cheese is incredible. I also really feel like it's important on the Reuben sandwich, which is something that's important to me. Um... So yeah, Swiss cheese, love the holes. I love Swiss cheese straight up alone. Um, You know, I just feel like Swiss cheese, it's delicious. It's strong, holds its own. Especially if you put honey on that or have Swiss cheese with an almond, Mm. slay me. My number four, your number four, Drusha.
1: You know, I realized that I put white cheddar on here. Okay. Which would be my number four.
0: So basically you put in white cheddar and then white cheddar as well?
1: But I'm picturing there's a big block of cheese at Costco. Shoot, another name brand. It's the Cabot White Cheddar in a black package, and whenever I make beef bourguignon, I will make mashed potatoes and put I'll shred that cheese okay. and put it in the mashed potatoes, and it's delicious. So how
0: often are you making beef bourguignon in the first place? Um. Greater than twice a year? No. Okay. Because it
1: takes like four not, hours. Yeah, I was
0: going to not, say, not any of us can live that high on the And hall. you have
1: to light it on fire. <laughs> but it's amazing.
0: So you've done cheddar back-to-back cheddar, number five, number four, both <laughs> cheddars, to be clear. So that's good. That's fine. That's good. I really love it. That's good. So I just, there's a lot of cheese that you're going to be leaving out of your top five because you have cheddar at both five and four. But it is, you but know. But I like,
1: have a different ranking for Pizza cheeses.
0: Okay, pizza cheeses is a specific ranking. It's
1: like, it had to be a separate category. <laughs>
0: okay. Right. But, but don't you do
2: like the three cheese or four cheese pizza?
1: Should I just, like, tell you all? Yeah, sure. What's, what I wrote what's your, for it?
0: What's your ranking of pizza cheeses? I like cheeses?
1: mozzarella and provolone and ricotta.
0: Ricotta, yeah.
1: Mm.
0: So, ricotta, I don't have ricotta in my five. Does anyone else have no. ricotta? Yeah. No. To talk about that, I mean, lasagna, it's it, it, it's underappreciated. We were talking to someone before we started recording, and it was in their top five. And I was surprised, because I never even thought about it. It's, it's just, I don't know, it's a humble cheese ricotta. It's very
1: mild.
0: Yeah. But I mean, just it's kind of a condiment more. I mean, you can't eat ricotta alone. You have to include it in a recipe. Yeah. You could eat ricotta alone, but that's a lonely existence, I would say.
1: It needs a flavor.
0: Yeah. Dan, you're number four. It's um, Swiss.
2: Swiss. you stole my thunder but oh. for me it's about like it gives a touch of Europe to a like otherwise very normal meal you know when you're at Subway hmm. you can get Swiss cheese and everything else just yes. feels like
0: Subway you make me <laughs> you make me think of the ham and Swiss sandwich which I would say is like a staple sandwich especially you know in the United States here and it is so good if you have a ham and Swiss you can have you can have yeah. plain bread the most boring ham ever swiss cheese and for me mustard is a, is a critical on that situation and then you've got a fine sandwich like you know a, you're you're not sweating a thing at that point
2: <laughs> yeah my one of my best life experiences was in switzerland and when i hear swiss i picture you know zurich the mountains the mat it's like that i actually think of the destination and have this positive association and then it changes my subway experience. so
0: in switzerland have you eaten swiss cheese and did they just call it cheese is kind of my question <laughs> Nah. because i had a blast i had a funny experience in paris that at the restaurant on the menu there was onion soup and it, i had like literally like a forehead slap moment that that's french onion soup
1: Oh. Because I'm in France.
0: And that's what no, it was. And it no was delicious.
2: Way. So on the way here, I stopped at this lovely little American restaurant that I currently frequent. And uh, she said, would you like fries with that? And I said, "I said, uh, I said, yeah. And she was like, I said, sorry? And she was like, like French fries. And then as she said it, she had this little accent. I said, you just said that because you're French. She's like, how did you know? And she was French.
0: Oh. Yeah. Wow. So... There you go. I wonder if she felt I wonder if she felt pride or, or shame. I um, feel
1: shame when people call craft singles American cheese by the way.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a good point. We have we should discuss American cheese, which belongs on no one's list. No. <laughs> yeah, that's like plastic. That is plastic. Oh. Um my number 3 is parmesan. So, parmesan, I, I said this on my uh, Facebook a couple of weeks ago and it wasn't my idea. But parmesan is Italian soy sauce and once yeah. you say that it's kind of a mind blower parmesan is it adds salt but also umami which is important and I've started putting in parmesan on more things I would say since I've heard that it's like hey can I put parmesan on this yeah I probably can right mm-hmm. and I'm also I'm a huge salt craving I'm a salt person so I mean I yeah I'm way into parmesan um I think it's very, it's very important. If I had to, I was kind of, I was judging my, my, five, my top five as like, I, if I had to cut one out of my life forever, you know what I'm saying? And I would clearly, I'd pick Parmesan over, um, I'll tell you now, Cheddar is not, Cheddar, Jack, are not on my top five. So the, the two left are not either of those. So I would actually pick Parmesan over a cheddar cheese.
1: But if you notice the cheeses that I like, that even though they're cheddar, they're quite... Salty. Yeah. parmesan right, like Right, right, right. Or Asiago, or...
0: Right, right. What's your number three? Parmesan. Okay, there we go. Because so,
1: I'm obsessed with it. I yeah, love yeah. it.
0: Yeah. What, uh, what do you use it on? I mean, obviously Italian food.
1: You can put it on most things, really. Yeah. What is spaghetti without Parmesan cheese is what I'm wondering.
2: And then you, you lavishly like put it all over your, over your spaghetti and then it gets onto the salad and you're like, meh. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm you know, good. I'm not it, sad. it gets under the plate. You're like,
0: no big, no big deal. Yeah. Um, Get that thing all over you. you know? What about? Let's talk yeah. about. I mean, we, we've all we've all heard this we've all heard this joke before. But what about when you're at the restaurant and that guy comes up, Would you like some cheese? Like at the actually the Macaroni Grill here in Simi Valley in our fine town, mm. they will they'll they'll roll that little oh, grater of Parmesan cheese on your thing, and they say, Let me know when you stop. And th- is there no more like corny dad joke? And maybe maybe I'm just the son of a very corny dad, to say, like, you're gonna have to stop yourself, or, you know, I'm not gonna say stop, or whatever. I mean, but also, (laughs) also I feel that. I do too.
1: I think, well, I need to be gracious and not look like I want the whole block. (laughs) So I just say, well, I guess you can stop there, but I don't really mean it.
2: No,
0: you, you don't. You say it really no. quiet. I guess you can stop there. That's, That's good. There. Or you do a couple of these like, stop, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop. Whoa,
1: stop. I said stop a while ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you seen that big wheel of Parmesan cheese? It was like a Facebook, you know, video that goes around oh, where they melt the I'm cheese. I'm afraid
0: I've actually eaten this, so. You
1: have? I have,
0: yeah. I'm a, so this was when I was in Sydney, Australia. So a few years ago, um, with Lainey Strempel, we went to a restaurant and you could get the pasta tossed on the, on the cheese wheel, Parmesan cheese wheel. You could do it at home, we just gotta figure out how to find, you know, I'm saying home, home cook to home cook here. We gotta yeah. figure out how to, how to buy a Parmesan wheel and then just have a party where we cook pasta on it. Who's I'm gonna pay And for then, that, then we that. get a heart attack.
1: We should charge people when they walk through the door. That's the other idea. You yeah. have
0: to. Yeah. I'll put a tenant down.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: So Parmesan, so we both, uh, Dan and I both had Swiss as number four, Jerush and I both had Parmesan as number three. Dan, what is your number three? Mine's based on experience recently, actually. I went past McDonald's,
2: uh, a cheese store <laughs> 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 on, uh, on my street and actually <coughs> they had just had this epic explosion that had happened and debris was everywhere.
1: Uh, I didn't
0: hear about this. I'm not, no, he just said Brie, so Brie is his number three. Oh gee. Isn't that, oh it's a real not cringer. Again. You, it's, you're never on this podcast again, I'm afraid. <laughs> After that one. So why brie? Why do you like brie? Here comes Nigel with the brie. It's like, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's
2: like, I'm actually opening now. You can hear, it's called a mini brie bite. Soft ripened cheese. I, I think like when I was probably 17, this was a cheese you could buy that was cheap, but it looked like you'd made an effort.
0: You know? Oh yeah. Mm.
2: And you'd put it out there with, you know, your cheap wine or whatever you had. And it looked like, hey, you got a soft cheese. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. Do you not,
1: eat the rind?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I do. I'm just about to. But right I eat right. anything that moves, or doesn't move. Does
1: cheese, Does your cheese move? No.
0: <laughs> it um, does when you do this to
2: it. Yeah. Um, I just, I just had a funny memory about my grandpa. Um, and grandpa, if you're listening, I'm sorry for telling the story, but he was at this like networking event, feeling quite out of place. And he went over to the table to take a massive slice of this sponge cake. Mm. And uh, he, he pieced off a size like this big, you know, as big as this far Big piece of sponge cake. Walked back to us and took a bite out of it and realized that it was cheese. Ooh. Oh. Uh.
1: Well, that's a lot of cake either which way, It's
2: a lot of cake, but when it's cheese, it's excessive. And quite uncomfortable, like socially unacceptable.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Brie right. is one of my least favorites.
0: So... We yeah, we should maybe do an addendum of like bottom two because I'm sure I mean, that's the thing about cheese also is I mean, you could like a lot you can like almost every cheese but I I do have a couple where I'm I'm not interested at all actually it kind of ruined it for me, so brie brie's that for you
1: for sure. So I've and got a. And people mem- always think, oh I've prepared it in a nice way. Mm. No.
0: I you know just what? The you guys. know what sounds that's good, you should eat the rind. You know what sounds better than it is in my opinion is the baked brie. See Mm -hmm. how you take a brie cheese and you put like raspberry jam on it and you put like a croissant dough over it? Yeah. You've seen those at Christmas time. We're in, you know, we're in, what's it? December 14th now. And uh, every time you slice a piece of that off, first off, how do you eat that? Like with a cracker? Doesn't make sense. It's already wrapped in croissant dough. Not sure what to do. So I usually just go like straight fork to mouth or fingers to mouth. And then I'm like, you know, I don't know. I didn't need that, Mm. you know.
1: Although the other day, Molly McDonald made one that was baked and she had um, sliced French baguette with it. Okay. And then I had uh, like a hot, sweet, and spicy pepper jelly.
0: Okay. And threw that on there.
1: That was the first brie I have ever liked.
0: So, my brie memory is Jess and Maggie and I. So, Jessica's best friend, my, one of our best friends, Maggie, our best friend, Maggie. Uh, we were driving to Yosemite and we actually stopped at like a roadside like rest stop, and Jess had planned a picnic of a baguette, arugula, brie, and super spicy mustard, and that was it.
2: Mm.
0: It was killer, it was killer. When yeah. brie is not a condiment, maybe that's my point. Brie was kind of the protein main mm-hmm. of that. That was quite good. But I'm yeah, Brie's more sold on Brie now than I was before you guys did <laughs> that little pep. Yeah, clip. you've got it you've got it at number three. Brie is not on my list, but I I guess yeah, we have talked about it more than we talked about a couple yeah, of the others.
1: Parmesan.
0: I mean I know Parmesan's too good. I, I do debate. So my number two is mozzarella, previously discussed. I love mozzarella, mostly because of pizza. I mean obviously mozzarella is pizza in my mind. The variants of mozzarella, obviously that's soft. Like when you can get a buffalo mozzarella or something you cut open and it, it like oozes out. I mean that's the most delicious thing there is. Um, mozzarella cheese. I'm so desperate for pizza that sometimes I will toast a piece of bread, put like tomato paste, just straight tomato paste. And if you've got mozzarella cheese, throw that mm-hmm. on there. Obviously, if you have Parmesan cheese, that goes on there too. Yeah. Um, red chili flakes or hot sauce, put it in a toaster oven. Yum. Happy as a clam. I love mozzarella. I mean, yeah, mozzarella. The thing about, cheese, the thing about mozzarella Is one of the best parts about cheese is the cheese stretch. I was just about to say the stretch. Right. The stretch is critical, I would say. And like that is a, that's just so fun when that happens and obviously very delicious. So it's even better with a beard. With a beard, you know, everything, things get a little weird and. It's good though. Yeah. And then you can have the old lady in the tramp moment too if you need to, if that's the situation you're in.
1: That's some stretchy mozzarella. (laughs)
0: What's your number two? What are your thoughts on mozzarella? So mozzarella, is, in your, is it in your top five? It's
1: not, but I, I do love it. Okay. Um, especially like the little marinated mozzarella oh. balls from Trader, shoot, plug Trader Joe's again. But Do you have you, like a
0: no ads policy for this? I've never put an ad on the podcast, but I'm, this is the third episode, so... I mean, we've plugged Costco, Trader Joe's. Oh man. You, you Can you tell I'm the one who this. does the grocery shopping? The marinated, <laughs> the little marinated balls are the way to eat mozzarella straight, though, because like uh, what, Trader Joe's also has that pre-sliced mozzarella. You kind of have to put like balsamic vinegar or salt on there. Yeah. That's what I do. Is just I've got we've got a salt collection. <clears throat> I'll go straight salt on mozzarella. Delicious.
2: That does
1: sound nice. I do love mozzarella it's easy it's i was trying time. to think of cheeses that were just good standalone
2: yeah that's fine
1: so that's what's your number what's your number actually
2: two? interesting mozzarella is terrible on it's by itself like the actual pizza mozzarella by itself yeah. yeah if you get a clump of that left on the pizza box it stays on that box you know any other condiment on a pizza will go in the mouth
0: clump of mozzarella that that might <coughs> stay. It's, you know, really Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like streaming <laughs> What's your number two, though, Trisha?
1: Goat cheese.
0: Goat cheese, yeah. Oh, oh you've moved species. I'm going to make man. a call-out to a friend. This is an inside joke. But somebody said to me years ago, and I think it's very true, that all ladies love goat cheese.
1: Um, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I... I think somebody was saying that tonight, that they don't like goat cheese. Were they a
0: lady, though, or just a woman? No, it was someone. I know that person is an exception to the rule.
1: Yeah. But...
0: Your thoughts on goat cheese. Go for it.
1: Okay, you get a nice... I went to San Francisco last year for an engagement photo shoot and went out to dinner with my sister, who came with me, Mm -hmm. and I just ordered a cheese board for my dinner, and it came with toasted baguette, goat cheese... Honeycomb, which I also hello, love. Hello, Dried apricot and almonds. That changed my life.
0: Really, things were different before that are not different
1: now? I never put yeah. goat cheese and honeycomb together. Mm. Now I own both.
0: You Just, just own for honeycomb. context, like...
2: Like... Her eyes have widened. <laughs> Your life really was changed. It, like
0: it's pretty clear to both Did of us. You know what? I'm I <laughs> mean I'm I'm, I'm I'm feeling a little regret uh, putting goat cheese leaving goat cheese out. Maybe I hadn't thought about it. I should have ranked them all because I don't know, goat cheese over gouda seems pretty obvious to me now.
1: Yeah. Boursin?
0: I know. I you know. I know like a proper goat cheese, especially straight goat cheese on a cracker, you don't need something else. You don't no. need a you don't need a seasoning.
1: Nope. Okay, interesting here's another
0: thought. One. Interesting thought. Also a salad, a Greek salad. Killer. Olives, goat cheese, you know, lemon, oregano, lettuce. Sign me up.
1: Let me tell you what I made for Thanksgiving this year. Okay. I was trying to mix it up and come up with something healthy. So I did shaved Brussels sprouts, pomegranate seeds Mm -hmm. and goat cheese. And then I made a vinaigrette that was like white balsamic vinaigrette. Right, right. That was my favorite thing of Thanksgiving dinner. Sorry, Mm. Nana. But it was
0: Sorry, if
2: you're listening. <laughs> Our grandparents are getting hammered tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if uh, she learned how to use Instagram today. But seriously.
0: Well, I'm just proud that I've had three episodes of the podcast and pomegranate seeds have made it into two of the three. Oh. Anyways, uh, Dan, you're number two. Well, you
2: moved, you moved species from cow to goat, and I'm also moving species uh, um... to sheep. No, you're not. Oh. Yeah, feta cheese. Um feta cheese made from sheep milk. So I think uh it's it's one of those things that works really
0: well in a salad. So I I just spoke about the I just spoke about the Greek salad and obviously it's the feta cheese I guess it's in a Greek salad. But I've had yeah. goat cheese in ah so man, I sound like a noob at this point.
1: Well, I thought maybe you just like to put goat cheese in your Greek salad.
0: I guess I could. I mean you could. One could. But no, I, I think goat cheese on a cracker. Goat cheese on a cracker, nothing else. Yeah. Again, yeah, you're not sad. Okay, so this is interesting. Now, usually, usually it's again the third episode, but I've thought about well, is the number one reveal obvious? It doesn't seem like it's that obvious for us, because we've we've all left out some big candidates. Maybe that's why, because we have a short list. So, my number one for anyone who knows me, they already know. Oh no! Don't say mine and still my thunder. It's blue cheese. Oh, that's okay. oh yeah. It's blue cheese. The
1: triple cream?
0: I, any, whatever. If it's blue, if it's got mold on it, sign me up. If you're gonna mix it with a ranch dressing and call it blue cheese and I'm gonna dip wings in it, sign me up. If, I, if you want me to bathe in it, sign me <laughs> up. If, oh. if I can do an exfoliant with it on my face, sign me up. I love Can we so get back to the bathe she- thing? I love blue cheese. Why
1: isn't Pippa named blue?
0: um that would be a little too much so blue blue cheese is just (laughs) blue cheese is delicious it's delicious straight it's delicious uh with honey so i have a story to tell um there was a time jess and i were actually in england and i had had blue cheese for lunch i had like a blue cheese burger and we were all of a sudden in a rush to make a train we were in uh birmingham we had to get back to london we're in a rush to make a train and we're young so this is six seven eight years ago probably seven years ago and it was the first time basically basically to jump to the punchline It was the first time i had the blue cheese sweats oh. what
2: no that Th- sounds this...
0: terrible yeah mm. we get on the train and jess says hold on you smell awful because we had to run we had to run to get on the train oh Le- levi gets his sweat on you now third blue person cheese.
2: this is getting worse <laughs>
0: Anyway, this is the third person cheese sweat story. story now i guess i guess the sadness is it was the first time there's been other times because blue cheese now i maybe it's just become part of my blood it just it just comes right out of me so oh i love it i love blue cheese
2: it
1: emanates from your it emanates
0: from my being i mean i'm sure if you got close to me and smelled me right now you might smell blue cheese that's how that's how much i love it
2: I don't. it sounds like you love you. blue cheese but as soon as it gets
0: in your body it wants out
1: your body doesn't love it
0: that's my number one Trusha, your number one
1: okay this is my number one uh,
0: you're, you're pointing on my to plate you're pointing to the cheese on our plate so this is the other the cheese sampler sampler
1: so this is a syrah soaked Toscano cheese okay which I actually don't know what Toscano is
2: you just brought a whole another level of class to this
1: yeah. Try those, it.
2: Right. Here we go. We're gonna try it. Dan and I are gonna try it this time. Look, there's rind that I'm not gonna eat. It looks like potatoes. No, skin. you
1: have to eat it. Okay, I'll try it. It's the wine.
0: Oh. Oh wow, this is great. This is a sheep's milk cheese. Italian, obviously, with the Toscano.
2: Yeah. Wait, you're reading what you just Googled, yeah. man. Yep. Yeah. Don't try and I googled it. Wow, He's this like, is great. Can I have another piece?
1: Yes. I brought I bought a block for today. Mm. Because I don't want to just tell you about wine-soaked Toscano. I want you to experience it
2: This is actually so winy that it would clash with the wrong wine Yeah, I guess you would have to pick.
0: It's delicious. That's I mean, right. Yeah,
1: I brought a Petit you brought sera. a wine
0: for us to share with it? Yes. Well, maybe after the pod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I came prepared.
0: That is delicious. Wow, this is great. Um, how else do you eat this? Do you just eat it straight? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold it against you if that was another way you ate it. That's delicious.
1: I eat it straight. Once in a while, Ryan and I, when we're having a cheap date night, we'll make like a little cheese tray at home. At home. And wine and crackers. Beautiful. And we have a fireplace. I mean, wine and cheese. There you Perfect. go. Perfect. Perfect. I have also because I've been gluten free most of the year, so I'll get gluten free crust and make a pesto mm. and put this on top. Hello. It's amazing. This
0: would work well on a pesto, actually. Quite good, so that's your number one. There's so, some holes in it as well. So yeah. kind of in a way, Jerusha, two of your top five for Parmesan and two of your top five for cheddar. Ugh, I can't. It's okay. But I, they're I, so different in my I, mind, too. Well, you're right. Yeah, I, I, you gotta I don't want to fault you for going brand specific because that, I mean, you know your cheese, obviously, better than Dan and I. Do you know what the holes are about? Like, how do they happen?
1: I figure it's that's the aging eye. process, right?
0: So you're saying looking at you're talking about holes in this cheese here. Right here. Yeah, that, any cheese? that's the uh, that's the salt and mold, I believe. From what I understand mm. it's a conversion that happens to the cheese. But why does there is there? Swiss not... cheese is different because Swiss cheese. Surely they ooh, punch those I'm really, holes out. Now I'm really talking. No, they don't punch those holes out. But now. Yeah, I'm they're really too perfect. Making it up. Subway ones are punched out. Subway ones might be.
1: I do have to question you on Subway. So hold on. Let's what?
0: let's get to Dan's number oh, one. Oh yeah, sorry. Dan's one. So it is a specific bacteria that releases more carbon dioxide than other normal bacteria that make Swiss cheese. It's a P. schermani. So it's like a cheese is like a with milk originally,
2: right? Right, with bacteria added. So it's like its density is, and then the bacteria causes it, yeah, it kind what of goes. Ba- yeah, whatever yeah. what yeah. bacteria you bring into it. Okay. And then it pops. You're number one, Dan. Drum roll. Halloumi, halloumi, halloumi. I had to say it quick before Levi stole the thunder from me. <laughs> it's
0: halloumi. That's my number one.
1: I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. What? Where's my Wait. sample?
0: So halloumi, you don't know. what Halloumi cheese is like, have you heard of squeaky cheese or cheese curds? Cheese curds. So cheese curds in in Mediterranean cultures is halloumi cheese. It's, it's a thick... Uh, cheese you can actually grill so it's the cheese that will grill mm. it's any it's in any store you can find it
2: you actually couldn't find it in australia at least you couldn't find it in any store ex- at all except Gaganas brothers which is wholesale for a you know certain profile of customer on one particular street in the city so it was actually hard to find <laughs> and then the it became rise, cool the rise in vegetarian like, probably 20 years ago yeah, yeah. The rise in vegetarian because you can that. eat large amounts of it and it talks to you as you eat it it like it's very squeaks squeaky. It's very squeaky Did you like true? breathe no. no, no, no. It's
0: very plain, but what's delicious is it gets that crispy. Which if we're talking about cheese. We have not talked about like the crispy cheese, like the you know when you when you make cheese golden. So we, none of us had provolone on. The it list. was on my pizza list. It's on your pizza list. Yeah. But a really funny thing is Jessica's, Jessica's brother Ben used to live with us, and one of the things he would do is he'd actually have fried provolone straight. So he would buy a case of provolone, a little thing mm. of provolone, come home, put it on a frying pan, just piece by piece and brown it roll it up or fold it and eat it and that was it yeah that that whole idea of crispy cheese you can do that with oh, that's multiple the point of Lumi.
1: cheese stories right now okay so when we were doing the keto diet earlier this year you could have cheese so we would make cheese taco shells yes you make a little mound of cheese yep. and put it in the oven and it turns crispy and then you can fold it into a taco shell dare i say it is Way better than a taco shell. Well,
0: well you. you're not the only one. That is actually like a Mexican thing that they will put a, they'll put a layer of cheese and then the corn tortilla on top and fold that into the taco shell. They call oh. it a Diablo taco or a Devil taco, and then you fill it. It's killer. That, that's a real thing.
1: Here's my other cheese. It's not story. just
0: a weird diet thing.
1: I feel like I need <laughs> to amend my list because I just thought of this. Uh oh. Caserri cheese. Have you had it or heard, heard of it? Never
0: heard of it. It's Sorry.
1: Greek. Well, in Greek, they use it for uh, "saganaki opa."
0: Oh, okay.
1: And you can bread it, or you can just fry it plain, and then you pour some, uh, bur- it's bourbon or some some alcohol, and then light it on fire. Right. And yell "opa," and then squeeze lemon on top. Hello. It's amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Cheese, that's it. We did it. We did it. Our top five cheeses. So as a review, just real quick for anyone who has lost it, my number five, I'm going to go five to one. We'll each take a turn going five to one. Mine was Gouda Swiss Parmesan Mozzarella Blue. I regret my number five. Um, That should definitely be something else. We've talked a lot about options, but so yeah, Gouda Swiss Parmesan Mozzarella Blue
1: mine was um unexpected cheddar white cheddar which were brand specific so it makes sense and then <coughs> parmesan goat cheese and this Syrah toscano mm. with adding cassari in there
0: Yeah, uh,
2: somewhere i went mozzarella swiss brie feta and halloumi what is the uh, what did the cheese say
0: when he looked in the mirror I'm, i don't even want to hear the end of this hello me <laughs> dang it i heard the end okay that was the that was the cheese ranking we're going now gonna move on to uh parent corner so parent corner section um mine was that Pip and i woke up on thursday and basically the for the last couple weeks it, we've had this normal time where she gets up about 5 30 or 6 i get up with her hang out with her until jess is ready to get up like 6 30 or so Um, so we woke up on Thursday and and in that time I make the coffee and I feed the animals uh, that we have in the house you might be hearing the birds this whole time so this was hilarious because Pippa has changed her diet she's having solid foods part of that change is basically her farts are very different (laughs) so we woke up on Thursday and between the two of us what? between the two of us we farted like Seven eight times like in five minutes as soon as I picked her up and she was the majority of that it was hilarious like I was walking around early in the morning all bleary and she was just tearing it up and it some sounds no it just it was it was it was surprising that it wasn't me and it was surprising that it wasn't Jess who was in the other room like I was just like I, I just I having a real moment I was like wow like there's a there's a grown human being in my arms right now because it's so loud anyways that's my uh Oh, that was my uh, parenting moment of the week.
1: I have a million of, you know, embarrassing things that my kids have done. But one thing that I'm really enjoying right now is Adalia using different accents and voices because I've always read to them very, <laughs> uh, I don't know, very crazily. Like I love accents. I love doing crazy voices. I love Can you acting do it, it out. Accent? No, I can do British, country, I can do You're all You Australian.
0: Things. So the point G'day, is that- G'day mate, let's so... put
1: another shrimp on the bobby. Oh, I gotcha, like... <laughs> gotcha. Dumb and dumber.
0: <laughs> so Adalia does accents now. Yes, That's so fun.
1: I showed her this, it was a Scottish lady, which we're from, are originally from Scotland, so it was kind of cool. And she was reading the Wonky Donkey, which is a hilarious book. And Adalia was like, hey, mommy, I'm going to read this book to you for my bedtime story tonight. And she just whips out this fake Scottish accent. It was, I was dying laughing, like howling.
0: How how (laughs) Like with her reading it, with her reading it to you, you're losing it. Just straight losing it. Yeah. No composure. No. Gone. And I was like,
1: okay, hang on, hang on. You got to stop. I'm going to (laughs) record it now. I've already laughed as hard as I can. Now I can hold it together. So now we're gonna record it. So start over. She's uh, seven now, so she-
2: That's advanced for a seven-year-old. That's next level humor. That's yeah, I was like That's so That's a next impressed. level little girl. That's for she <laughs> Dan, Parent Corner. Oh, perfect segue. It's complimenting um, friends on their kids. I, like, I, I have a lot of friends who have kids now and kind of their identity changes, right? that you know when you've been friends with someone and then they have a kid they a lot of who they are kind of goes into their kid mm-hmm. and if you notice things about that child that you value or think is unique and then communicate that to parents that's like a big deal for them i think mm. in know? a good
1: way or a bad way of
2: course in a good way <laughs> <laughs> but i i i first noticed when like ages ago i complimented someone on their kids and they were like beaming with pride and i was like I wasn't complimenting you I was like complimenting the kids but then I realized hey that they, they see these kids as an extension of themselves like and actually it's it means a lot to them to hear that their kid's like really bright or you know sure. switched on or behaving well yeah. it's like yeah it works almost every time although on the way here I was talking to my dad and it didn't quite work
1: you were complimenting yourself
2: yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and he wasn't beaming right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> What are you eating lately? That's the next section. What are you eating? Uh, I am into soft boiled eggs. So I figured out that you can exactly boil an egg. So you get your water boiling. You put an egg in there for six minutes exactly. You take it out and you run cold water over it. So If you're a conservationist, it doesn't work. And you get a perfect soft boiled egg. You can actually like crack it like you would a hard boiled egg. You can peel it. And then if you put it on anything, there's a runny yolk and all that. It's beautiful. Mm. Six minutes, two minutes, like a lot of wasted water, soft-boiled egg, ready to go. Wait, so six minutes in already boiled water? Already
2: boiled water. In the microwave on high? No. You boil water on your stove.
0: Oh, yeah? Get that boiling. <laughs> six minutes for that for that egg. Oh, so the microwave's not involved. No. no. <laughs> Sorry. Take it out. Take it out. Cold water over it. Delicious. And a soft-boiled egg is like... Like, so Jess and I had uh, chicken noodle soup the other day. Mm-hmm. And she said, do you want to make an egg? And put it in there. I was like, I, I mean, that was a beautiful, oh. that's a genius move. Yeah. Yes. So we did. Mm. It was that's delicious. What, that's why you married her.
1: Does it have like, isn't it the albumin? Like the white bit that's not cooked?
2: No. Albumin? You're dropping
0: some great words Yeah, what know. is that? What are you talking about?
2: You know
1: how There's when... no
0: non-cooked part. Okay. I'm gonna try that. Try it, six minutes, two minutes. Wait, does the water keep boiling during that six minutes? We turn it off. Boil, no, boil six minutes. So a hard boiled egg is 10 minutes boiled water, turn it off, put the egg in there, hold it there for 10 minutes. That's a hard boiled
1: egg. What? I was taught a totally different way in culinary school. Okay. You put the eggs in the cold water, bring it to a boil, once it hits boiling, leave it for seven minutes, turn it off into an ice bath.
0: Probably all the same. I mean, obviously you can you can peel, you can peel an egg colder easier, easier than warmer. So that's probably why you're going in an ice bath there because you could take your hard boiled egg out of your 10 minute non-boiled water, put it in your fridge. So I don't peel hard boiled eggs until later. So I'll boil a hard boiled egg, put it in the fridge, take it out later to peel. It's to
1: stop the cooking process. Right. The ice bath.
0: Right. Anyways, soft boiled egg is six ways. minutes. Two minutes under cold water, mm-hmm. which I, maybe that's the same as an ice bath. I haven't thought about it yet, but anyways, whatever. That's, I'm into softball dice. We're eating a lot of them. Eggs are good. Mm. Moral of the story. What are you eating, Jerusha?
1: Okay. I've been very bad this month, and I've been eating chocolate. Because <laughs> most of this year, we've been on a cleanse pretty much on and off. And I belong to this Facebook group, which has been the death of me. And they're like... Which group is it? Trader Joe's Meals.
0: (laughs) Surprise, surprise.
1: And they're like, oh man, you have to try this new chocolate. You have to try these boozy truffles. So the boozy truffles, I did a tasting with some girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty much concluded that the whiskey ones and the rum ones were the best. Mm. There was also Prosecco and... Uh, gin, I believe, and the gin, gin chocolate. Disgusting. That sounds mm-hmm.
0: terrible. Yeah.
1: I think it was gin. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Well, anyway, it's a bad idea. Whoever Regardless,
1: had it. the other one is not good. And then these like peppermint Jojos.
0: Mm. Oh goodness.
1: It's like straight cleanse again, January. Yeah, 1st. the
0: holidays are tough. The holidays are tough. Yeah. Dan, what are you eating? Mine's McDonald's
2: mostly. Uh, no, no, McDonald's, don't have Sorry. me out as some kind
1: of just fast food just, just, guy you had it earlier. No, it's pizza, um, <laughs> <laughs> not fast food
2: guys. Uh, <coughs> Don't worry about it. It's just pizza. It's just pizza, but it's it's with a twist. So basically, um, what I do is I get a pepperoni pizza, thin, with barbecue sauce, mm. and then I get a um, margarita pizza, just cheese and tomato, with double Roma tomato, and I get that on a um, thick base. Levi's shaking his head. I've heard he this before what happens because i've been doing a long time and i take a slice of each and i sandwich those bad boys together
0: and consume now i feel like Uh. half the things dan ryan says are made up or lies that's what i feel like this is not wait wait can we
2: just just (laughs) for some context he feels like half He's tried to verify and never once... That's true. Once I've
0: never found a lie. That's a solid a lie. point.
2: And, and some of them have been so extravagant that he feels That's like true. smug. Solid point. And then researches and finds out there's no lie. I actually don't this tell him one. anything unless I've got a way to prove it. <laughs> uh, do you like workout constantly? So he if has you're... an actual picture. Thanks for that. You guys yep. can't see my body, but it's an obvious question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> he has an actual
0: picture. Actually,
1: you're not obese for eating pizza all the time. Dan
0: Ryan has an actual picture of that... Terrible pizza creation, a barbecue chicken pizza and a uh, pepperoni sh- pepperoni pizza. pizza smashed together. Oh no! And this I, is that something that, was, that happens I all was the like, time. That was just too far, and, but had it. That so. happens all the time. Yeah. So yeah.
1: I've never thought to do that. No.
0: I think I.
2: I'm pretty sure I read it somewhere. Probably on Reddit. I. I mean, it was just one of those things. <laughs>
0: pretty sure but I read it somewhere. Probably on Reddit. In your bag. Yeah, it's changed my life. Hmm. All right. What are you eating? Hot sports take is the next one. Now you guys have agreed to do a hot sports take even though I'm the only one with an actual hot sports (laughs) take and you're just gonna give thoughts. So here's my hot sports take. This week, actually yesterday, the Dodgers signed relief pitcher Joe Kelly from the Boston Red Sox and it felt so good. It was surprising. Jess and I have been way into the World Series over the last couple years and Joe Kelly absolutely owned the Dodgers. So if you didn't know, The Boston Red Sox played the Dodgers in the World Series and Joe Kelly killed us and for some reason signing that guy like bringing him to our team just made it feel so much better even though I obviously would rather win the World Series but just felt like we would really atoned for something missing.
1: Sweet vindication.
0: Yes sweet vindication it
2: felt great. It's a boomerang boy the guy grew up in South California and now he's back here. That's right he's from Corona California. Yeah and he was with the Yankees before he was with Boston. That's right. I actually have a Yankees, um, hat. Okay. Yeah. Which I bought in 2012. And at the time I thought, <laughs> what do you
1: remember that specifically? That's
2: when I lived in New York at the time. Oh. I thought it was for a, um, basketball team. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, you it. I mean, it probably, probably pretty far into wearing that thing. Somebody said it. Yeah. That was baseball. I was like, heck, I never even watched baseball. But you yeah. didn't see, like, an MLB
1: Check. at the back or anything?
2: I wouldn't even know what MLB means. Oh, man. I'm to do the hot for a with you guys. Yes. I mean.
1: I, like, <laughs> outranked him just right there. I yeah. know the acronym.
2: <laughs>
0: we <With> did <your> TLA. <laughs> Too many TLA's. All right, what do you want to plug? Jerusha, you go first. Let's do you first. Jerusha's got something Woo! big to plug.
1: Well, I'm very excited to say that I got a call... Actually back in November, but I haven't been able to announce until December 10th that I was chosen as one of The Knot's best of wedding photographers for 2019.
0: Fantastic.
1: And for those of you that don't know, namely, probably the guys, The Knot is like a huge wedding vendor site, magazine. Um, so they're very well known with women right who are planning their weddings. So this was like this was a huge deal. I'm very Big excited.
0: Mm. And you will obviously fly all over the United States, I'm sure. I hope so. I mean, I mean, you would. I mean, someone. If oh you, yes. Called you, yeah. I would, would. you Would you shoot my ma- my my wedding?
1: Yeah. Who's your lady?
2: Actually, that That's segues onto what I'm plugging. Oh. If there's oh. any young ladies out there. We've got the photographer, we've got the man, we've got the best man, and all we need is you. That's what you're, this is it, this is your call? No, well, I just, yeah. Well, and
1: you, I already said something about, do you work out? Yeah, already, there's
2: great visuals on this podcast.
1: Perfect.
0: Uh... So you you have nothing else to plug. What's your do you want people on your social channel? <laughs>
2: Look, I I think if if I was gonna give a shout out for something that might help some people out, there's a website called secretflying.com. dot com. I Secret I, I, Flame a Flying Flying, flying? Like, Plane Secret oh. Flying F L Y N G dot com. It actually looks like one of those dodgy scam sites, <laughs> but uh, it's not. I I've been following it for a while, and recently I saw flights for two hundred and forty eight bucks from LA to Melbourne. Um, what? Bam. I booked them straight away, got them. So basically they're flights that are not, like when you click on them, it shows you what search engine to use. So I use Google Flights. They appeared there at 248 but when you click on purchase, they go up to 1200 But they said, no, don't click on purchase. Go drop down and click on purchase through Priceline, which apparently honor the cached Price of two forty eight when they realized it was a thing, Whoa. so I did that and got them for two forty eight. So and and sometimes our flights are like nine bucks. You can set up alerts.
1: Nine dollars. Yeah, <coughs> I go everywhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, and there's weird quirks like sometimes you buy them and then they cancel them and then you have to show that you had the right to them. And but SecretFlying.com is good for flying. I actually fly lot. I'm 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 going to hit in in the next couple of months. I'm going to hit four hundred flights in less than eight what? years wow, wow. well you've obviously yeah. like
1: lived a lot of places too
2: yeah it's like a flight a week on average but i i had some
0: jobs where i traveled a lot in a week um so that's a plug i think I that's know. it that's your plug uh your your social channel instagram no no, secret. not keep nowadays. that secret yeah trisha
1: Javon so. photography
0: got it
2: Javon. can you spell that out for us
1: J- jay no, just a J. Chris
0: <coughs> Arusha. Oh, sorry. J. J on photography.
1: V-A-U-G-H-N.
0: G-H-N. Photography. Uh, I'm plugging this same podcast, Ranking Things with Levi. There's also another podcast, which is Good Elfian Talks. You should listen to that as well to make your life better. Um, I have a movie on YouTube called Part of the Family. So if you search Part of the Family documentary, you should watch that and share that. Um, that's basically everything I want to plug right now. And that was our top five cheeses. That is very fun. Thank you. Thank you both of you. Thank you, Drusha. And thank you, Dan.
1: Thank you. That was fun.